Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. Today we got Brian Puspos in the house. Brian Puspos is a world-renowned dancer, choreographer, teacher. Um, He's a recording artist. He has a clothing line. You might remember him from if you followed him from back in the day of So Real Crew on ABDC Season 2 to Most Wanted ABDC Season 7. Um, Brian's been putting in work. He's uh, an OG in the game. He's been in the community, in the scene, and he's just been grinding ever since. And um, this is actually one of my first times ever really sitting down to have like a real like long kind of conversation with him. And I think what I really appreciated in this conversation was uh, just the realness of, of why he does what he does. He, he spoke on balance and he said this very interesting concept about balance where he doesn't really believe so much in trying to balance his life more rather than putting purpose into everything that he does and sometimes that throws the balance off so that was it that's when we get into that section you guys are going to get a really uh interesting look on that but yeah it's a really he's a really passionate dude and you can see that just in all of his artistry um he cares a whole lot about being a student of everything before um even identifying himself as somebody who is a you know x y or z so that that was really cool very real conversation i think it's going to be really good for um aspiring dancers choreographers people that look up to brian and that follow him to know that uh what you see on social media that's just the end product of so much work and so much uh effort that he puts into everything before that's out there so um it's a really good one a really good inspiring one i myself was really uh pushed and inspired by this one this show is officially brought to you by kinesthetic Hop on the store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinesthetic brand. Another good one, guys. Let's get right into it. Welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. Today we got the homie Brian Puspos is what here. What up, guys? What What's up? What's up, Brian? What up, Ben? What's going on, man? We've been trying to get you in here for a few weeks now. We were just talking about your your toothaches. Yeah. And, uh, all the trials all and the, tribulations of life. Oh, the toothache. Yeah. One more story short, I, have, <laughs> I need mad root canals. Mad root um, canals, man. Yeah. Uh, you, you, so how long has it been since you've been to the dentist? So All right. <laughs> so this goes into like um, the reason why like people... If you know me, you know I like to smile, but if like if you're just watching from like outside in, like on Instagram, like you know I'm not smiling. I'm doing like the light skin face or whatever. And it's like an insecurity of mine because um I don't have bad teeth, but I haven't been to the dentist in like over like ten years. Um That's what's and up. so like under I guess like the aesthetic, you know, on the surface it's not bad, but like under like the gums and all yeah, that stuff is yeah. pretty bad, I guess. And, uh, yeah, it's a fear of mine, man, because, like, when I was younger, um, I had, a, like, a retainer. Yeah. Like, around, like, like, a th- like three teeth. Yeah. And I remember, the only thing I really remember is that the dentist was like, yeah, come back in, like, nine months, and we got to take it off or yeah. whatever. Yeah, And I think I was 11, and I went back at uh, 18, Dang, 11 to 18. Yeah, and so what ended up happening was uh, the dentist was like, he was looking down at me. I had, you know, I was on the chair, my mouth was open. He was like, man, 
I have never seen this before.、Mm. He called on his homie, another dentist, and now, now there's two people looking、Dang. down at me, and they're like, hmm. What do we do with this? <laughs> so, what ended up happening was is that my gums grew over my, my retainer. Oh, dang. Yeah. And so,、um, this is so gross <laughs> to start off. <laughs> this is good. So, man. they brought in another dude.、Yeah. And so, what ended up happening was they had to carefully like, slice open my, my gums. Wow. And then cut, basically, use pliers to cut like, sections of the retainer off. Whoa. And so. That is why I, ever since then I was traumatized. I was like, yo, at the dentist. Bad experience, yeah. Bad experiences, yeah, yeah man. And,、uh, I hated it. Who, who, who liked the dentist? Nobody did. I don't know, man. Yeah. But, but you know what I've learned? You know how they say you got to go to the dentist twice a year? You know,、yeah. like, what, every six months, right? I realize why because if you catch things early, you don't have to go through those crazy things like that. So that's、yeah. why now, as much as I hate going, because I, of course, like no one likes to drill in the shots and stuff.、Mm-hmm. But I always tell myself, like, if I don't do this now, I'm sure it's going to get way worse. Yeah,、so. I'm, I'm coming around to like, you know, the, the fact that I, <laughs> I need to go and I will go. Like, Asia, my girlfriend, surprised me like last, at the end of last year around Christmas. And for a second, I was pissed, but then I was like, you know what? You real as hell. Wait, so she <laughs> surprised you by, like, ta da, we're at the dentist? Like, how did, how no, did that so happen? No, so I had got back from a trip and she had sent, like, so this is another thing, man. I, I do like I do like facials, right? I, go to, I see an esthetician yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I think that's what they, they, yeah, what they call it. Yeah, I think they're called e s t h e t i c i a n Yeah. yeah.、Uh-huh. So, when she said、uh, I booked you an appointment, automatically I was thinking like massage or yeah, yeah.、Uh, my facialist, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we go. It's kind of around the same area. And then, bam, fucking. We <laughs> <laughs> got office, the drill. And, oh, yeah, man. It's pretty crazy. But shout out to you. You're a real one for that. Hey, that's what's up, man. Yeah. You got to have the folks to care for you if you're not going to do it for yourself. For、right? sure. Sure, man. Well, dang, man. Dentist stories and all that. But.、Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What a way to start.、Um, well, I mean, yeah, I, I think our, a majority of our listening audience probably knows you, but just for the sake of those who don't, give us a, a quick rundown of、uh, who is Brian Puspos? Where did you grow up?、Um, dance and all that. How did that enter your life? Sure. Yeah.、Um, yeah. So, choreographer, dancer. I, I'm, I, I make dance moves, I sing songs, and I make clothes.、Hey. Uh, if you don't know,、um, I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised. Uh, my background was actually, you know, it was very just homegrown. I think I come from a generation and that was before this whole social media thing.、Yep. Um, I, the only access to like,、uh, to anything dance related was like buying like the DVDs and VHS、yeah. from the, all the SoCal competitions. Yeah.、Um, so, yeah, I, I was basically just self taught watching music videos, copying NSYNC moves, Usher moves. Yeah.、Um, And I guess, like, fast forward, and then just like how I was raised, like, my mannerisms, I got it from like watching like sitcoms like Fresh Prince and like Martin,、yeah. Jamie Foxx. So,、uh, and just within like their behavior, like, they're, they're actually like dancing a lot. Yeah. And it's very rhythmic based、yeah. acting.、Um, so I think I absorbed that. And then going to like a predominantly black school for like 12 years. Uh, being captain of、uh, an all black step team for Whoa, four years.、Okay. Uh, just my, my, nat- my surroundings, I just kind of just inherited、um, 
just that that culture yeah. you know what i'm saying so dance was like in high school then where you kind of found yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um i was kind of like an outsider yeah. I, like i still kind of deem myself like like an outsider but like in high school like i wasn't it was a weird it was weird for me because i was the the asian kid that that knew how to dance yeah. and, and sing right but then he was you over that here. one kid in school that was like that or were I, there like a, a group of you? i was the only only, oh, okay. only kid okay. um so it was really confusing because uh you know i was in i was in, i was in, also in choir for 12 years i was in basketball and then i was doing the step team but then i would come some days and like you know throwback jerseys you know i was the tall tees or whatever mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. some days i would come in like this is uh, this is really embarrassing, but I would come in like with the outfits that like Justin Timberlake wore on MTV t- TRL. <laughs> oh, I hella did that, dude. Yeah, so it was I like, hella did that. Yeah. So it ended up being like everyone, you know, everyone rooted for me. Everyone rooted for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the pep yeah. rallies, ah, ah, but I still found myself sitting by myself at, at lunch tables. Sure, sure. Because like people are not really hip to like what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess. Yeah, I was just in convenience of like, oh yeah, win another championship for the step team. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, win another title for you know the all state choir or whatever. Yeah. And then, like after that, outside of that, I was just like deemed like weird or like, mm. oh I don't understand this kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny now because now when I see like my high school or high high school people, yeah, I, in my head I'm just like, man. <laughs> oh how the tables have turned yeah. bro <laughs> working at firestone eh? <laughs> hey it's all good but firestone, um, tires yeah, yeah so yeah. uh yeah i got my inspiration i was just always moving um got my inspiration uh we i think in socal they have this thing called friendship games we yeah, have yeah, yeah. a thing in in texas called goodfield it's basically okay. the same thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is when i was uh, I forgot. I think I was just leaving high school, but yeah, and that's I think how I got hooked up with like So Real. I remember Andrew's brother; uh, he was like the the leader of uh, University of Houston, Goodfill. Mm-hmm. And I remember just watching like, whoa, the things that I've been watching in California. Sorry, uh, we have we had that a scene similar mm-hmm. in Houston. So immediately I was drawn. Uh, me and Andrew hooked up, and like, and I guess it was history after that. We yeah, were both self-taught, yeah. and I think that's where um, how we got so stylistic, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, and so I was. If there was any teaching in 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 Texas, we were the teachers. So yeah. we were actually we didn't know what we were, we were doing. Mm-hmm. And I think fast forward when I think Eric Saradpan. Uh, booked me for urban legends that was okay. like my first gig outside of texas okay. and i remember it was a big deal because i remember I mean, you, like, how did eric find you because this is before social media right so boogie zone forums okay and yeah, all that yeah. stuff yeah boogie zone was it that was the yeah. one-stop shop for of course dance, man that dance. man yeah those are the times bro where actual you know you were safe with the validation of like other people commenting and because mm-hmm. you know like oh that's that that guy's a, a dancer mm-hmm. like a real dancer yeah. like this is what he does and stuff like that mm-hmm. um now nowadays everyone can chime in right. which is like a gift and a curse sure. but i i do miss those those days um but yeah so eric booked me and i remember teaching my first class again so i didn't have nothing to, to lead off of mm-hmm. of like just even like structure of a class I, I taught my class in Houston 
just like I was teaching my friends. Mm-hmm. So just like watching, I think someone was before me and I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. So I was just like, that's how like fresh it was to me. So I manned up, I taught my class and I remember like Sean, Alan Kim, Kyle Hanagami, like Paul Ross, they all took my class mm-hmm. and they all came up to me and was like, yo, hmm. whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. in terms of like style, yeah, like, yeah. keep doing that. Yep. Yep. Like you're so different. I, I thought I'd turn it off. Sorry, <laughs> it's guys. All good, dude. <laughs> and I was like, in my head. So again, I I just thought I was just doing things that I I saw on MTV, or right. you know what I'm saying. Right. I didn't know it was different because, uh, again, I didn't. No one no one taught us anything. Wow. Like there was no really structure or like foundation or or etc. And so I was like, really? I thought I was just doing like what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it started opening my eyes. I was like, whoa, I guess we are different, you know? Immediately ran with that and, like, took pride in that. Um, I got my foundation. Actually, I didn't get my foundation late. After high school, I got uh, I got very heavy into, like, the underground scene. Mm-hmm. I was uh, a popper, uh, really into b-boying, but I just didn't. That shit just hurt too much. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really funny because, like, the, the underground scene is really big in Houston, like, the b-boy scene, like... Have a Coro, even like when Havoc and Coro was just Havoc and Coro, mm-hmm. um, huge b-boy scene. So I actually was at a jam, and I remember just watching the b-boys, and I was like, "This is tight, this is tight," mm-hmm. you know, just going to support, and maybe I'll do like learn a top rock or something, yeah. a coffee grinder, anything else, mm-hmm. just hurt too much. <laughs> um, then I wandered into another room, and it was a popping room, yeah, and that's where I fell in love with it. Yeah. And so then I got my training there um and then inspiration so i guess that's why i I utilize to this day a lot of like popping techniques or concepts or or whatever i remember like when i first saw you it was i think i saw so real i think it was at a buster groove or was it a body rock by then i I think it was body rock body Body rock Rock. that was like our first uh time coming yeah something outside of you guys were getting down in the battles and stuff outside right right. yeah like i think i I don't know we might have even battled you guys i don't know we battled we we definitely battled uh i think it was someone from the jabberwocky so oh i think it was it uh was it joe it was joe so another background is like so being so now we're at this time and in so real stage yeah we're also spending just amount of energy and time into the underground scene. So we're constantly, me and Andrew, like Pac-Man, Moon, all the poppers um, from Houston, we were very heavy into the scene. So, and the way that Texas uh, gets down and and battles, like, I guess it's like aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, being out of of our comfort zone, I think it was like a territory thing, Mm -hmm. uh, a territorial thing. Because, like, once we signed up for the battles, like, we had to represent. For sure, yeah. Right? We were just nothing around, like, we was, like, uh, 300 to, like, 10. Sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And then Andrew, and Andrew, like, shout out to Andrew, man. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he kind of, you know, he's small. Yeah. But, like, he has a heart of, like, a, a yeah, giant. Yeah. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? So what he did was... He went up to whoever the the person signing up the the battle uh, the battle people, and then um, he went down the list. He looked at all the people, and he goes, "I want this guy. I want these people." Oh, picked, what? Pick Joe and them. He called him out. I didn't even know that. I just not. Saw it he happen. didn't. He didn't call him out. Uh-huh. Like he just like 
I want to go here. I want to. I want to go against these guys. Yeah. And the okay. guy was like, "All right." So That's I didn't know this. Yeah. And so, <laughs> oh, this is tight. Okay. So yeah, man. And so we just we did that battle. Um, it went. It got like. I guess we we approached it to like as super like battlehead. Yeah, sure. And like we weren't hip to like the community like yeah. uh, environment because like our community was just us. Right. So it was like fend for ourselves. Yeah. So like we went in there. If you watch the battle to this day, like it gets a little heated. Yeah. It uh I think they they slap Andrew or something or uh-huh. not like yeah 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 not like bitch slapping but like yeah. the, it was uh-huh. physical um like touching going on. But uh-huh. like I remember that. I remember after that battle, I was like. Holy crap, dude! <laughs> what a what a first impression, man! Yeah, like yeah. I remember um, the 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 people that did befriend before that and SoCal, they were just like, dude. It was like I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, I don't think you should have done that. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> dude, that's so funny, man. I could see it in my head, like I vividly remember. Like I think I remember what you guys were wearing. I was there, and. That was so funny because it was that time. I think this was probably like 2006, mm-hmm. seven, maybe right around that time. And um, yeah, like uh, I remember seeing you guys and like this was really when Body Rock started to kind of get a lot of notoriety. A lot of heads were just coming out from yeah. all over. Right. And I remember during those battles seeing you guys. I mean, from my my impression, I'm like, I don't know who you guys are. And, you know, you guys are coming with a whole lot of energy, right? And, you know, I'm from SoCal, so I'm like, wait a second. You know, we kind of have to, like, rep for us now, too. So now everyone's kind of starting to take sides. And then it became this thing. I mean, looking back at it now, it's kind of, like, dumb and childish. But at the same time, that was cool because that was the beginning of, like, how our dance community culture shifted from there, too. Yeah. Because before that, it was super into the – easy either you're in the choreo scene, just doing choreo. Or you're you're just in the underground scene. You're a b boy. You pop or whatever, and it kind of was separate. I feel like that was kind of the time where things kind of started to come together. Yeah. And then you started people. You started seeing people be legit in both realms, you know. And then so when it came down to that, you know, there was like the homies from Sac because all those guys from Boogie Monsters and you know at the mm-hmm. time you know, Jabberwockies, Boogie Monsters, a lot of guys from Sacramento. And so you know they also kind of had that territorial sort of thing too because San Diego is not their hometown, so they, it's kind of meeting in some like middle yeah. ground. Like we yeah, don't know man. who's who. We just got a rep. Yeah, I, was pre- I think we battled against Press Play. Or, yeah, or, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. That's yeah. what it was. So, yeah, yeah, totally, man. That that I'll never forget those times and now that i i now it's cool because like being now i've been living here for so long or just like traveling back and forth even after that like going back and forth like just even saving like all my money just to go to the culture shock san diego or i remember i went to i saved all my money to go to cracking cracking beats yeah 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 man just to just to go out there and like learn what Mm because i was after that battle and after that first like impression i was like this is cool. This is mm-hmm. this is way different than you know what I'm used to. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh I think we had like a chip on our shoulder, but definitely that all changed and it's cool now because like yeah. you know I have a, I do have a seat at the table now. Totally. Um I don't know and that's 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 a that's a that's a huge honor because like if you look at and I'm talking about from our peers and like sure. our generation, yeah. like if you look at the table like there's not many that's not from California. Right, what? It's right. like me, Lyle. And I, that's basically it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Tony mm. uh, Czar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I will never. Uh, I'll always appreciate uh, like my position. Yeah, and, yeah. and respect. That's great, uh, man. I think it's it's great because um, on this couch we we've talked we've you know brought our homies like Twitch. Twitch takes it back to those days too because he was very heavy in that time. Um, but it's cool to be able to see you know the roots of how we all kind of came up, the mentality, the young guys mentality that we had. You know, and then and seeing the guys who stuck with it, because, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, fell off and stopped dancing and all that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the ones who stayed on and developed as the scene developed and, you know, learned, learned the lessons along the way. You know, we we get mature and and we kind of see things from a different angle. And but I look at it now as I, I look at it as I appreciate those times because that's yeah. what built us to be fired up to keep going at this thing. And, um, yeah, we're the ones who kind of, uh, in some sense, created the culture and, and became the tastemakers to kind of drive this thing to where it's at you yeah, know, nowadays. I mean, not to toot our own horns, but, I mean, real talk, like, we know who was present during those times. Yeah. And there was a lot of a lot of hands, you know, that went into the pot to, to make it what it is, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, Dude, I'm super dope. proud of our, our generation, man. I think, uh... Yeah, I think it shows in all of us, like, mm-hmm. and, like, just how, how much we care. Um, just even, like, when, at, like, the height of things, like, I mean, I still think we're all at the height of, of, of things, but, like, I remember, like, you know, the conversation, like, a few years ago, the narrative was, like, okay, the OGs was, like, the dialogue was, like, okay, like, who are these new guys, right? you know, coming up and, and so forth and so forth. But I think what's cool about our generation is that we we listened, we heard that, we mm-hmm. identified what's going on. And I we, I think it's safe to say we bridged that gap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The thing is, the next generation coming up under us, see, we took the initiative. I think the generation that uh, is coming up under us, I think... I don't know, maybe there's not enough leadership or, mm. you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think uh, I think that's why we worry so much because, and uh, for the next generation, because, like, you know, we're passing the torch in sure. a sense. Yeah. And I think there needs to be some type of, like, you know, conversation, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then and you can see, like, when Ian, when Ian, when Ian uh, when talks about, you know, he dresses those issues and yeah. stuff like that. And, uh yeah, so I don't know. I do worry about the next the next generation because, like, you know, we live in this dance revolution, and like, we're we're blessed to be living in this dance revolution now. Mm-hmm. It's provided for so many people, you know what I'm saying? And I, it would just be crazy. It would suck so bad for it to just to slowly like be pushed mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if we could like, however, we can, uh, extend that longevity as long as possible, that yeah. would be the greatest. Um, so I'd love to get your thoughts on, um, so, you know, you talk about the generation coming up now or the generation that that's under us, so to speak. Um, a lot of, a lot of that is intertwined with things like media exposure of dance, right? From the yeah. TV shows, you know, the ABDCs that, you know, you were on to things like World of Dance and then, you know, YouTube, Instagram. So you could literally find dance so easily everywhere, whereas, you know, when we were coming up, like you said, there's no social media. Boogie Zone was the closest thing and was like the the one place to go for, you know, the urban dance choreo scene, yeah. you know, and like now it's it's everywhere. Right. So 
Um, I'd say, what are your thoughts in terms of how that, how you think the media side of it and how social media is what it is Man, and how that plays into yeah, where the current generation's it's at? It's something I'll never have like a real answer to. And it's, it's crazy because like, it is like a gift and a curse, man. Mm-hmm. Like to anyone listening, like don't get, don't get it twisted. Like we did come from a generation where we did use YouTube. YouTube was mm-hmm. still a tool. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that the difference with YouTube now uh, and YouTube back then is that we actually use YouTube to only share, only share, hmm. and just to like document what we did to post on like the Boogie Zone forums right. or, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's still n- no one. So just even like today's YouTube, um, there's like algorithms, there's mm-hmm. so many things you could do to get clicks, right. you know what I'm saying? To get from our, from our generation, like, it was very organic, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like if you people were watching you because they wanted to watch you, you mm-hmm. did nothing, you didn't alter anything or so forth. So like, um, and, and it's just hard to, to to answer because like what what the answer was for us back then, like it's not it's not applicable. Yeah, I don't see it being applicable to now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have a tough time of like, you know, answering, uh, you know questions from from that like from that issue but i do think it does it does wonder i think it's how far how deep you want to dive into it how much Mm -hmm. you want to care um for me personally like i know mentally if i if i go down that hole i'll just be miserable and be bitter Mm -hmm. and like and that's something i don't want to i don't want to wake up yeah that person you know what i'm saying because you know, to wake up and and be like worried about like a red wall, like mm. people dance from a red wall, like it's it's, yeah. it's silly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, but I know it's my responsibility, and I have a platform, I have a voice. You know, to see the how things are being shifted, yeah. and you know yeah. what's being um, taking advantage of, and you know, I I don't know. So it's something I really can't. Yeah. Well, I, let's take it back then, because I mean, you talking about. The, the Brian that you were when you first came out here, when you kind of got exposed to the SoCal scene, and then you kind of, you know, in your own words, you said you kind of had this sort of, I, I need to prove myself, and I have kind of a little bit sh- uh, chip on my shoulder, whatever. And so there's, I mean, I think every young guy has that, and I think that's kind of almost like necessary, the ambitious side of, you know, anybody who kind of breaks through an industry had that ambition, you know, like they had this sort of, I need to, figure it out and and I'll stop at nothing to do it. And so that can come off in certain ways, right? And so yeah. for yourself, um, you know, well, at what, when did you make the official move out to LA? So I'm very much like, I'm that person uh, that likes to pay their dues first mm-hmm. or like when I'm learning something new, I'm a sponge first. Mm-hmm. So basically a student first. Yeah. And when I feel like I'm ready, then I'll, I'll pull the trigger on that. So what I would do is, uh, save all my money. I think I was going to Hip Hop Internationals when it still was in LA mm-hmm. just to like kind of feel the vibe out yeah. and like know what I'm just to know what like because it's different. Yeah, like this is yeah. my first time outside of Texas, first time traveling. And so just like, you know, making myself present or just like just absorbing, mm-hmm. and, you know, going to SD, Cracking the Beats, the mm-hmm. Culture Shock Showcase. Um, and then I befriended June Kamado. I friended John Ha. Um, June Kamado first in, in the story. I would 
flat in. I, f- I would basically live with him at like months at a time. Mm-hmm. And then what he would do is like, you know, take me around San Diego and then he would drive down. And then I would collab. I would, let's say that morning we would collab on something. And then I would basically teach with him at Debbie's. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like baby steps and yeah, like just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So he was a, a huge mentor in that. And uh, when I got, once I got like hit to, you know, the scene, I was like, yo, I could finally do this, you know, mm-hmm. get some found. I took math classes, got my, the foundation that I was lacking, mm-hmm. um, did got that in. And uh, yeah, so I think to this day, it's funny because everyone knows I'm so Houston. Hmm. And uh, I, to this day, I'll still answer people. Oh, yeah, I've been here for like three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've been here for like seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still have like a Texas driver's license. Yeah, that's what's um, it, for no reason either. It's just like <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's like a, I don't. I'm scared to like in my head or my heart. Like oh man, like all my family. Like, yeah, home is home. Yeah, yeah home sure. is home. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I've been here for for a bit. Okay. Um, and yeah, I love it, man. I love it. So, but then okay, so after you made that move out here, because um, I mean, there's kind of that when you make that jump to be like, okay, I'm visiting. Visiting is one mentality, but then it's like, okay. I'm actually going to get a place out there. I'm going to yeah. live out there. I'm going to make moves out there. Yeah. So did you come out to L.A. with this still sort of I need to prove myself mentality? So, or was there like a, yeah, a, a, a different For me, I, I think I've always, I'll always, uh, I'm not even sure if that's healthy or not, um, but I'll always feel like I have to prove myself but mm. because uh, I always feel like I'm, again, like I'm an outsider. Sure. Um, and I think when I moved... Uh, I just, you know, people like seek like balance in their life. And, and for me, I, I like, I sought out like purpose. Mm-hmm. So like when I moved out here, I moved out here with a purpose and just like going back to like, uh, my, my parents are like a huge motivation. And I think, um, you know, watching them, you know, and a, and a nine to five, like, or basically like wake up at 5 a.m., come home at 7, and, like, watching my dad walk up those stairs and, like, this monotonous routine and, like, here I go again. Mm. It, like, it motivated me. I was like, man, I'm going to work so hard that you don't have to do that that, mm. that long walk up the stairs to mm. your bed. Mm. So I always kept that in my, my mind when, uh, when I pulled the trigger moving and, like, yo, just you're doing this for a bigger purpose man you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and so yeah just for that and uh again like i i think i in terms of like the con- my contribution to the community and like the dance and like dance itself i do think i provide something that's different mm-hmm. and i do think that's it's important um so just kind of like striving for just with that plight in mind like I can go on for days of like all my motivations yeah, and, sure. and, and stuff like what I, why I do what I do. Um, being like Asian American, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're lucky that, you know, we, you know, uh, now Asian Americans are like, you know, when you think of dance, like now you're thinking, you're thinking of an, of yeah. an Asian American, yeah, you know, there's totally. some TV shows where mm-hmm. there's contracts where you can have, Oh, you can have only two, two or three Filipino or, or two or three Asians in your dance crew. Is that a thing now? I, that's what I've heard. That's you know, wild. I've heard. And I was like, that's freaking wild. Yeah, because if you look yeah. at it, like 
most winners were all Asian, yeah. uh, prominently Asian. Sure. Right? I could see, like, you know, the industry being like, oh, what the heck? Like, yeah. No, we need, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, freaking out. But just even with that plight, uh, yeah, that motivates me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So when I did move here, I moved officially with, with June mm-hmm. and Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't ask her for a better start, man. And it was cool. It, it was cool and funny at the same time because, like, this is my first time moving out of of somewhere, you know. And yeah. so it's kind of like, you know, I, do, I didn't go, really go to college. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like in a way we kind of like lived out like what would it be like, you know, the dorm life sure. or like the college <laughs> life. So it was very yeah. fun. But of course we got shit done. Yeah. Um, How'd your I, parents feel about the whole thing with you not going to college and just moving out here for dance? So it was it was hard. So like going back to like my background. So um, and this is going back to what I was saying in the beginning. I was a very people didn't know how to label me because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I was a bad kid, man. Like I was toting guns. Like dance literally saved my life, mm-hmm. man. Um, my two front teeth, like got from fighting. I was fighting like every weekend at a football game or for nothing. I was just mm-hmm. being just that that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um and so it was very hard. Like my brother was in jail. I'm not even sure if I'm I'm not sure if I'm sharing too much, but uh there was a time like during that phase of my life, like my parents did feel like, man, did we fail as mm-hmm. as parents? Mm-hmm. So it was very it was very closed our relationship. Mm. Um, so yeah, I walk in, go straight to my room, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then yeah, when, when stuff got popping for dance, um, of course, like they were like, what now? Like seriously, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then it was also weird because like, they're the first ones to, to put me in a talent show. (laughs) Right. And then right again in the car is like, did you do your homework? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Typical like Asian yeah, parents stuff. Yeah. You know, we all go through it. Mm-hmm. But then, um, and I just, I just knew I had to show them. And then, um, so yeah, dance literally saved my life. And dance was the outlet for my my dad to actually. Uh, it was my first time hearing him say, "I'm proud of you." Wow. Yeah. So like those those moments, you know what I'm saying? Is it, it means a lot. And like that's why, like. Everyone's always, you know, to this day, they're like, man, how do you, how do you, how do you balance, you know, clothes, music, dance, and, and et cetera, and like, yeah. you know, and, and not lack in, in quality, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, one is, it's going back to the seeking balance thing. I don't, I don't believe in balance, bro. I don't think that's realistic. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think, it, I think you should seek purpose. I think you should come with peace because if for those that are listening, I'm holding my hands like in a weighing scale. If this is balance, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. If this is work and my and, and like life, like personal time, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's equal, but in order to to shift and like really like push forward and like make a difference, your work has to be. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or that's this is what I feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think um, it's not what you're willing to do. I think it's what you're willing to sacrifice. Hmm. right so I think um and this is why like no one like sees me around you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I don't see you around yeah, like you yeah. know we're in the same I see Anthony moving into my building I barely <laughs> see him yeah and I wish I could you know he's always asking to hang out and yeah. like in my head I'm like I would love to bro yeah. I would love to but in my head I know I have shit to do yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. because going back 
like my my parents are still doing that long walk up those stairs, man. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I think um being in different avenues like dance, music and clothes, they all require hard work, man. Yeah. And like again, like I'm a sponge, so like I'm I'm very hands on. So like when doing clothes, I'm at the factories. Like we're LA based, right? Mm-hmm. Which is probably not like the most like economically efficient because mm-hmm. like it's more expensive mm-hmm. but you know i am about quality so i'm i'm there picking the fabrics you know it's a lot of uh uh crowd control i can go to the factory production and be like oh no nah, this is not it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and that's with with dance too like uh and, and with music i'm I, I still do vocal lessons i'm still i'm still uh very much learning and still out there even though i don't put it on instagram as much as often like mm-hmm. doesn't mean i'm not doing it like yeah yeah like behind the scenes is crazy for me you know what i'm saying yeah. and the and the reason why people don't see me out is because if i'm not doing one or the other three things that i'm into um i'm what i what i've learned about myself is that i do need a lot of like it needs a lot of maintenance and sure. mentally so mm-hmm. uh not going out not hanging out not going out and drinking or like it's very just mental so what for me is like it is staying home it is being a boyfriend mm-hmm. you know it is like binge watching netflix mm-hmm. like all that stuff like my manager's like man how do you watch all this stuff like and the answer is like you see me i just released a piece yesterday and everyone again i was getting a lot of text messages like how like how what when mm-hmm. did you do that mm-hmm. it's like bro like i'm not I'm not like sitting on the couch being lazy for nothing, bro. Like that is like, I need my imagination to be taken somewhere else Hmm. because like for one, like I'm not supposed to be in these three things. Like, like I am, but like you can go crazy very, very fast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just that time of like watching that Netflix show or going to the the cinema or, you know what I'm saying? Or Mm -hmm. like going to the basketball court, people might look at us like, oh, you have so much free time. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's all in the greater scream of like me getting mentally, me preparing my body and mentally like preparing my mind mm. to go out there and do clothes and do music and do dance. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So it's like, cause I know like we're in our thirties, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, every time I run into like another homie, um, it's like, yo, let's go out, let's drink. Mm-hmm. I know if I do that, I know I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. I know my body is going to be not where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the luxury of of being in that state. Yeah. Because my parents are still, they're not well. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like, I, that's what I'm saying. Seek purpose. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And be okay with, with not having balance. So uh, I guess it's like all to each their own with their definition of balance is. But I would rather have the scale way, way higher in my work life than my personal life. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know if, we're, if it's equal, I know I could be doing so much more. Yeah. Dang, yeah. I kind of went off. Sorry. No, nah, dude, that's freaking amazing, dude. Um, I mean, I totally hear what you're saying in terms of, um, you know, it's not balance, it's purpose. But I think, you know, um, not to disagree with you, I just feel like the way that you're talking in my head, 
that's balance. I mean, because balance doesn't oh, exactly. have to, it doesn't have to be 50-50 at all times. Right, right, like right. Sometimes it's going to tip this way, but eventually, like you said, if it's too much here, you'll go crazy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're doing too much, so you got to figure out other ways to kind of bring it back to here so that it can do this again without you going nuts, Of right? course, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's everyone's perception of what balance is. Of course, that is like my definition of, yeah, of balance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and I know it sounds like, oh man, like, you should get out more, but relax, man. But, mm. and I do, don't get me wrong, I do, I enjoy sure. my life. I yeah. think you should actually be happy. Again, you seek peace with doing what you need to do, mm-hmm. um, and then being, being happy with like your purpose and mm-hmm. like, you know, um, and a lot of it, I owe it to my, like my girlfriend too, Asia, is because she, li- she works from home. Mm-hmm. Right. So she does like, you know, the influencing thing, like an activist and all things that you could do from working mm-hmm. at a computer sure. or, you know, mm-hmm. um, but the, but the thing is, is that when I wake up, she's first one, she's already at it. So mm-hmm. she treats it as like a nine to five. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna work probably when I wake up and then I'm gonna go off at five. Mm-hmm. And you know, being a, being a man. So the thing is that the, the balance there is, is difficult because my work is outside of my home. Sure. Right? Yeah. So remember we're talking about uh you know the maintenance of like my body and, and my mind is mm-hmm. when I'm home, I'm gonna be home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To her, it could look like I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Right. And that as a man, like we're we're the man of the house, right, bro. We're right. supposed to be working our asses off. Mm-hmm. And so even though she knows I work my ass off it's just like knowing that. And <laughs> yeah. so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I get you. I, so when I, just having that, like seeing her work her ass off, um, it gets me up. Mm-hmm. It gets me up if I, if I can't get myself up yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, which is a totally cool dynamic. Totally. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's great with, I mean, just relationships in general. Not even, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm talking about like, you know, the people that you spend the most time with, your homies and you know, uh, I, I I look to left and right of me over at, here at Kinja's. I'm like, everyone's always doing something. Everyone's always grinding, and 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 that's absolutely valuable. Like we have to in order to sustain this business, to keep the lights on here, and open up other places, right. and the whole nine. And um, it's great because I think it's important to obviously understand the value of having to um, continue a consistent hustle and keep pushing yourself, and to motivate each other. <clears throat> but it's also, I feel, great because, um, you know, talking about balance and all that stuff, uh, I think we're really good at reminding each other of, you know, purpose. You know, and not everybody's purpose is exactly the same as the next guy, but right. as a collective, we would have, like, a like a general purpose, right? Like, what, what are we all here for, right? Like, under the name of Kinjas, and what are we trying to push? And it's great to be able to just kind of be brought down to just talk about life you know to kind of like unplug a little bit just for a second just so we can kind of like you know get our minds off of this you know maybe you know flush the toilet a little bit and then let's go again you know right, so i right, think right. It's, it's important to have that you know of like course you yeah with your of girl course. like with homies family i think that's again we're talking about the whole concept of of balance and all that right like i yeah. think that's the thing that we really need to um have in our lives you know what i mean yeah. so of course man yeah. people just go crazy people yeah just go crazy yeah. bro there's just so much to like there's so much ground to cover, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, just even like, I know this is talked a lot on 
especially on this podcast, is like Asian uh, representation. Mm-hmm. And so just like even like that, bro, like that would get me out of my seat mm-hmm. because like just even like being in the music industry now, um, harsh lessons, bro, yeah. harsh lessons. Like um, because like I what I'm trying to do to what I'm trying to normalize is that like when people listen to whether it's my music or another Asian American, I don't, I don't want people to listen and be like, oh. That's pretty good for an Asian guy. Right, right. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or yeah. or in my case, I get this a lot. It's like, oh, it's pretty good for a dancer. Yeah. So, like, I want people, you know, to listen and be like, whoa, that's just good. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just with that fight, and then, like, um, you know, here's, an, here's a, another tangent story. Um, so, I had, so I was releasing a music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, and we teed it up with High Beast. Or I, I forgot what publication or whatever, but it was another. It was a blog of that had a lot of notoriety, mm-hmm. and it was down. And so, shot the music video, gave it to them. They had the whole rollout. Uh, they were gonna exclusively exclusively a premiere, which is a big deal because yeah. I'm like, whoa, like not a lot of people get those those looks as mm-hmm. as an Asian American. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, so it was super important. Day before, another editor go, uh, an editor hits us, hits us up and is like, "Yo, it's a no go." Hmm. Uh, I guess a higher up saw it and was like, "It's like, yeah, it's very checklisty." Um, I couldn't tell if it was a parody. So a little hmm. backstory of the, of the music video hmm. is just me. I was inspired by like more money, more problems, like old school, like nineties, yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. Just like ridiculously extravagant, yeah, or sure. like you know, and just fun, mm-hmm. just fun in general. Which also, I put a disclaimer actually in the beginning of the music video. It's like an old school, like VHS, like disclaimer. It's yeah. like, hey, this is a video of me having fun with my best friends, with dope cars, hot girls, and <laughs> dope clothes. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be taken like serious, but right. it's it is serious, but like. I identified what the video totally. was. Like you know what I'm saying? You being you, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, mint code and everything. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But in a sense, like, that wasn't the purpose. It was just, again, the purpose was having fun, man, with my best friends. Yeah. Um, and it was just like a celebration. So mm. when we got that, I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, once it sit with me, I was like, it is checklisty because I made it that way on purpose. right. right. And what was bothering me, I was like, I didn't know it was a uh, a parody. Like, what? how? Mm. And then it was like, oh, it's because we're Asian. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of Asian dudes and mm-hmm. an R&B song mm-hmm. doing that. So, mm-hmm. which is normalized with any uh, anyone else right. but Asians. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, because of the fact that we're a bunch of Asians, you know, doing those things, um... It, you couldn't tell it was a parody. Yeah. So that that was another big check. I was like, well, this is going to be harder than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, because already, like, an Asian doing uh, R&B music is still, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I was even getting, like, the cultural appropriation card. Yeah, like, yeah, what? yeah. Like, I grew up on this stuff. Right, like, right. just because... Hello, I'm a minority. What the, <laughs> what the heck? Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I was like, you don't, you don't see us... With even like with Kendrick, you could see us calling Kung Fu Kenny out. Yeah, right. His whole tour is wearing a, 
Yeah. Out in a kung fu outfit. Yeah. You don't th- think we're calling out Nicki Minaj with the whole, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like all the athletes with Chinese characters sure. on them. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. So it's like, it's way harder, man. Like, mm-hmm. the, I, I know it's like, I don't want to sound like the victim, but like, it's harder for us, bro. It's just really yeah. like, like, cause we're, we're, we're the punching bag. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I mean, we talk, we somehow end up talking about the whole Asian American experience a lot on this show. And that's not what this show is about, but, <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. It's fine. Because I think the people that we bring on happen to be a lot of, you know, Asian American people who are making a lot of noise in the world right now. And so, you know, it's a part of our experience to talk about the struggle and a part of the struggle yeah. is the, the racial thing, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, and like you said, yeah, we can we can talk we can have that long drawn out conversation about cultural appropriation and all that. It goes both ways, and, yeah. there, and, and instead of you know necessarily uh, taking the time to debate it, you know, I mean, you talk about time, right? We only have twenty four hours in the day. Yeah, like, are we using that time to argue stuff? Or are we using that time to grow and and yeah. and just build and and shift the culture by doing? You know, and I think you talk about dance now. Uh, you like 20 years ago, you wouldn't think like, oh, you're Asian, you must be able to dance. But exactly. how come now in the past decade, that's a thing? Because maybe it's taken about a decade or so to to kind of convince people like, oh, I'm seeing this a lot. I'm convinced that this is a truth now, though yeah. that probably had been a truth as long as it, you know, as anything else. So I think, you know, for us, you know, doing things and, um, you know, making like changing perspective, right? We're changing the narrative because people are seeing something enough and they're exposed to something enough. And, you know, ignorance is not a bad thing. It's just bad if you choose to live in it. You know what I'm saying? But once you're exposed to something and you open your mind up, I think that's the thing, you know? So for a guy like yourself, man, I mean, yeah, dude, I feel like you're like a quadruple threat, bro. Like from, you know, doing music to, dancing to choreographing to wearing your own clothes i'm like bro you're like the one package like you can choreograph your own stuff your own videos you know like dress yourself to you know the whole thing right and that is like bro not a lot of people can do that like i can maybe name five people off the top of my head maybe Mm. that could really do that you know what i mean and and i think when i think about performers like chris brown to michael jackson to usher you know, those are those are some of the few that really can kind of hit all the realms, you know, even to like the acting and all that kind of stuff. So for for you, um, did you I mean, it seemed like dance was the first thing that kind of was the passion or was it kind of all together with music and dance? Were you always yeah. doing all of it? Uh, yeah. So. I mean, it, it was. I think being Filipino was a lot of it, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just inherently sure. like, okay, yeah, they dance and sing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up, my, my whole family, I always say like they're the Jack, Filipino Jackson five. Yeah. So I just grew up like my parents, you know, competitive ballroom dancers, salsa dancers, you know, my sister's always entering like pageants and like, um, and so I was just always around it, uh, dancing and singing. Yeah. Um, I can't really, I think just dancing was just hit first um but yeah and then like my hustle through with clothes was I was actually like making clothes in high like in in actually in junior high and I would like that was my hustle I was mm-hmm. I would throw a bunch of like paint or like cut up a, bun- a bunch of bandanas for like you know the this sounds so bad for like the gangs yeah um and then I would sell them yeah so in a sense I was always in clothes as yeah, well yeah. and then when I did go to college I went to college for 
uh, fashion. So I went okay. to the Art Institute. Okay. So I learned, I wanted to, again, like I was telling you, I wanted, I'm a very strong believer in like, you have to learn something uh, before like, you know, you can call yourself something. Right. Uh, so yeah, so I took classes and uh, at the Art Institute, learning about like Coco Chanel and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I knew because like the, that program, like, like the graduation, like reward is uh, like styling um, a runway, which mm-hmm. I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so luckily, yeah. luckily, um, ABDC popped off, yeah. and I, I was ready to go home. We just wanted to to make it like one week, <laughs> and we were prepared. And like I dropped, I I had to make a decision of like dropping out of the art institute, yeah, just for like one week, right. And then we happen to go the whole show, so yeah. which is which is totally a uh, huge blessing. And um, yeah, and so I I know once God, you know, hand delivered that. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't take it didn't take rocket science. I was like, yo, this is. I'm gonna make this into something. Hmm. Um, and yeah, and I ran with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, in my eyes, you know, I think the way I saw the progression of of you was. I saw Brian, the dancer, then the choreographer, and it's like, oh, he does music. Oh, does the, he has like a legit line too. And so there was kind of a process. It wasn't like this out the gate. You just opened all the doors like, yo, I'm a this, 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 and this. You know, so I, I guess oh, um, yeah. what was your process like in terms of putting it out into the world? Like, I, I also have this side mm. of me. And, and it, was, it wasn't it was a half-baked idea. It was just all ready to go. I mean, yeah. you dropped your, your first EP last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, how, what was, what's the process like in terms of how so you decided to open the doors? So, for, like, again, so I'm for anyone, uh, like, listening and watching, it's like, I think you should work on your craft or, or just learn about... Just be knowledgeable in, in things before you call yourself or you label because yeah, that's that's not you can't you can't skip uh middle school, high school and go straight to college. Mm-hmm. Um that that is very important in dance, especially now nowadays. Um but for like for like music, uh like it, there's a difference between being like knowing how to sing and like being a s like sure being like singing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I knew that, I knew I could hold the tone. I knew mm-hmm. I had like I, I, I fucked with my tone, but I knew I needed to work. And so, two years before I released my my EP, what I did, I happened to be really good friends with some of the best singers in the world. Mm-hmm. It was Gr Aquino and Andrew Garcia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I did is that I trained out of them. I would I would drive to Vegas and learn from Jr. You know, uh, do do these covers there and then uh I had this idea I was like man I think not to expedite it but like I wanted to uh just to like get be more in in it and like the the culture of like throwing me on stage and like all right do I really have it Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I formed this this singing group called uh BSY what is it blood sex and years I don't I don't know but um (laughs) so it was we had toured, you know, it was cool because we toured uh, all, not all over the world, but uh, we toured nationally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for like a year and a half. Sick. And uh, just learning, absorbing, and yeah. then they would teach me these things. And I did that before 
I, I step foot in any type of, of a booth to, mm-hmm. to record a song. So mm. it's like just learning again that journey. And then with clothes, um, same thing. It's actually a different story. Um, and like for me, like I'll always be that guy um, that I puts everyone that I love before myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so th- the way I started the clothing line is that my, my best friend, Pat Lamb, you got Pat, right? Yeah, yeah. So he got into some trouble. Uh, I think I'm oversharing, but <laughs> to where he couldn't leave the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to quit his job. Uh, he had like a curfew. And, and if you know Pat, anyone know, knows Pat is that he is, he's the most chill dude. Mm-hmm. Most chill dude. Has zero emotions, really, because he doesn't really just care. He doesn't really. He doesn't invest a lot of energy in caring or like being pissed off. Or <laughs> yeah. he's just very laid back. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was is that, you know, he hit me up. Um, I think we're on PlayStation. Uh, so I'm in LA and he is in, uh, in Houston. And mm-hmm. like we would, you know, do the friend thing and play video games on, <laughs> yeah. on the on the PlayStation. And he was like, man. I'm going crazy, bro. I'm I'm having a breakdown because like, so for him to say that already is like, whoa, mm. like this tough yeah, guy, yeah, like yeah. what? He's like, I don't have any income. I'm going crazy in this house. Like I feel like I'm just I'm falling apart. Yeah. And I was like, dude, how can I help, bro? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, this is something that I've, I've always wanted to do is start my own clothing line. You know, I have knowledge and a lot uh, since I took class and I just have a just a natural passion for clothes and like hmm. um start a clothing line and that way you can make money from your house and you have a now you have a, a a flow of income yeah so literally started that uh the clothing line for him uh just so he can get his feet off and like just mentally just be okay and like mm. oh man um and it's funny because the game that we were playing at the time was destiny i hmm. think mm-hmm and there's this thing, I forgot what it is, but it's called, there's like a, a game mode called like Vanguard something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, it, this name that, I don't know why we named but, but that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then originals, like just playing off the word of like, of uh, like day ones, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's how it, uh, it came about. And then, um, and now it's, also, like most of my friends are actually not dance are not not dancers. Uh, they're people in fashion, mm-hmm. and so they were a huge help in like just guiding this and like fleshing this idea out. Um, and yeah, so again, it's going to the table, it's going to showing up and learning, going to these factories. Like what? Like this is that, and this is that, mm-hmm. and then then finally releasing. Although I do hate our first release of. The clone line. <laughs> um, I think we try to cut. I think we try to cut like corners, and like we wanted, to, we wanted to cut the cost. Yeah. And see the margins like really high. Yeah. Yeah. So we did, freaking ordered from Alibaba, or, or <laughs> yeah. And we had learned super fast. Uh-huh. So I was like, yo, no, yeah. we can't. We can't be handing out this this type of quality. Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. So and still to this day, man, still learning. Still growing. I don't think I'm, I'm a master at any of these things, even in dance. And I think that's what uh, produces. That's what makes me produce this, this type of stuff that I mm. that I produce. Yeah. I think always like 
telling yourself, oh, man, you're still the underdog, man. You still ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's super key. What would you say um, if you have, let's say, like a, an overarching goal with everything from dance to music and to fashion and all that? Um, I mean, I, you know, you're talking about your purpose. Uh, do you feel like that purpose has stayed the same and consistent from like your day one of starting everything or has it kind of evolved and matured? Yeah. I think the the purpose of course there's other layers to it but like you know it's it's different for me out here man because like so it's even like going home i'm that i'm that i'm that family member that comes home just for the holidays bro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um like i don't have the i don't have the luxury of like just driving down a few hours right. and like hey mom hey dad yeah. um so i miss out on so much bro so um so just knowing that it's like, yo, what I can't I can't afford to not be at my best anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't afford not to be at my best. I can't afford to just put out something that was okay, mm-hmm. um, because all this losing my relationships with my cousins and like just being out of touch from your yeah. own family yeah. is like it's a big reality check for me, and it it makes me come back here like super motivated. Um, so yeah, I guess it still stay the same. Mm-hmm. Um, my overarching goal of it is, of course, you know, giving back uh, to my family. I already, you know, uh, everyone thinks I'm living like this lavish lifestyle, but like, yo, I take care of my my family first, man. I already mm-hmm. bought my mom a car, yeah. working on the house already. Yeah, that's what's up. So it's like, don't get it twisted. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, you know what? I, I know how to budget. I know how to. <laughs> I invested. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing is that people need to save their money and stop <laughs> and stop trying to like for the picture of an, on Instagram. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, anything that you see in a, on that I post, I work I work my ass off for that. And I have this thing where I learned from Pat Lamb is like, don't ever buy anything that you can't afford four times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was like, you can learn a lot from but uh, someone yeah. that has less words, man. Like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the overarching goal is like, it's it's a lot of things, man. Like people that look like me and you, mm-hmm. in, in the forefront or, um, of stuff. Like, uh, sorry, I go on a lot of tangents, man. Nah, man um, this is really good. <laughs> not even. So have you watched? Yeah. Have you watched uh, Searching? Yes. Have you watched Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. So both are are super important. Mm-hmm. Both have I see the both in val- the, the value, but. I do think searching should have been in the, in, in the vehicle in the in the driver's seat pushing this you know yeah. this Asian American yeah. wave yeah. because that movie also was Asian director mm-hmm. Asian lead actors Asian writer everything Asian mm-hmm. right they even had Asian culture there subtly mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. I think that should have been in the forefront of mm-hmm. like you know of of being of what was being pushed yeah um, and I think that. I think what they did in that movie was so genius in how they normalized. You, you have they normalized like, oh, this is about an Asian American family, bro. Yeah. They're eating Korean food. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> saying. They're leading. They're leading these act. There, there are like you know, there's there's a there's a, a Caucasian lady and there's and yeah, usually in those roles, it's someone else. Yeah. It's not us. Mm-hmm. So I think. Whatever they did is something that I'm trying to tap into mm-hmm. and like 
really try to figure out mm-hmm. and which excites me because I, it's it's I know it can be done yep you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um man that movie is so freaking good yeah bro. definitely one of my favorites from last <laughs> year it's so funny because I actually saw it, I heard of it um when it came out and then I you know I got I got caught up with the whole crazy rich Asians because I was proud of that too I mean who wasn't right that was a great thing for what you it know was. it was crazy there was a lot of people that was not proud of it and there were people saying like Brought us back like 10 more years. Which going to have their opinion. Right. Yeah. Which I can see actually where they're coming from. But like, I think that's not doing any. I think you're not looking at it. You're looking at a very, honestly, like a pessimistic way. Sure. Um, yeah. But if you look at the at searching, I think, yo, they came out at the same time. Yeah. That in itself is freaking amazing yeah. man i mean one was like a you know kind of backed by a big major studio the other one was kind yeah. of on the, on the indie front so freaking the john m choose eh? <laughs> but you know i mean it did it did a great thing and i think for those who did see it and, and who are like really pushing it out there um i think it's just a matter of time for you know like a major studio to back something like that because yeah that story had it could have been cast they could have cast anyone for that really and then made made the story around whatever family was it wasn't specifically for this asian cultural thing that yeah. they had to address so therefore they needed to bring this asian cast in yeah so i i, I totally agree one of my favorite movies of last year ah. um saw recently man but yeah it was freaking fire, amazing bro. amazing fire. man yeah. amazing yeah. um but yeah so just keep on just fighting the fight man like yeah, just con- contributing from what i can contribute uh, on my side and yeah. like you know respecting appreciating appreciating what you guys do and just like being there man like i feel like we're just you know we're in the sense we're freaking the avengers and like yeah <laughs> you know and so i agree then it's not a day go by i don't think of how like how lucky uh i am to be a part of something that's such that's so much greater and then yeah. um now obviously like you know taking initiative of myself and like um doing what i can you know, to contribute and to make to make y'all proud, because mm-hmm. um, I do. I am aware that I am at this table, and uh, and I do want you guys to look at me like, man, yeah, you're doing it, man. That's real, but, man. That's what uh, as I look at to you guys, freaking yeah. um, name, man. That's what's up. Um, what? How would you define in your definition success? What is success to you, man? Um, it's definitely not money. Um, I think when you get to a position where you could, uh, I tell this, I tell this to Pat Cruz all the time when I try him, when I try to get him to do stuff, it's like, I was like, yo, memory's over money, man. (laughs) And when you can get to a position, a state of mind where you could actually, uh, believe that, Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's success. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you want to go for, you know, just to play the game, like, yeah, I think success is my success for me is is also when i do take care of my parents uh before they leave this earth you know i do because i want to get them a one-story house Mm -hmm. with no stairs Mm -hmm. so i think that would be the goal uh success for me Mm -hmm. um and honestly i don't know success makes me feel uncomfortable bro so i think that's something i don't I kind of want to always keep reaching for it, mm-hmm. but like never get to it. Mm. Uh, I think that's also a major key to like, you know, to your drive. And like, um, you know, I think everyone has a fear of like, you know, falling off, 
But my fear is actually just staying stagnant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like, I can deal with falling off because there's gonna be a realization when you hit rock bottom. Like, oh man, mm-hmm. go back up. Mm-hmm. But I think it's harder to get out of this, yeah. out of the middle zone. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So success is something I actually don't I don't reach for. Um. And definitely, yeah. I think memories over money. If you could achieve that and actually believe it, um, I think you're way ahead of the game. Um. Yeah, man. I guess that's yeah. yeah. That's real, man. I dig yeah. it. I dig it. Um. Do you have any uh sort of like routine or regimen that you kind of do on a daily? Like you mm-hmm. wake up, you do this, you eat this, or whatever. Yeah. So uh, it's oh no. Is that you? No. <laughs> so hopefully we'll turn that off. There we go. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so it's all about, like, mentally preparing my mind, like, maintenance, and then, like, also my body. Like, we're, we're athletes, mm-hmm. you know, and especially some of the stuff that I like to do, it's, like, you got to, like, you got to, like, you know, uh, uh, call it? got to not be fit, but, like, you got to, like, maintenance that, you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do, I wake up. So Asia, my girlfriend, she... Like, she loves daylight. She loves sunlight. Yeah. Like, natural light. Mm -hmm. And for, like, for her job, you know, uh, for video, and for the fact that it'll wake you up. So, I have, like, I have sensitive eyes. Mm -hmm. So, like, like Ving. I think, yeah, Yeah. Ving always has to wear a sleeping mask. I'm the same. So, I'm I'm the same, man. So, (laughs) light, I'm up, bro. Yeah. And, but I don't wear a sleeping mask, so it forces me to wake up. Uh. Yeah. And then... You know, hit a workout in because I feel like if you don't get a workout in, um, if you're not disciplined to get that workout in in the morning, mm-hmm. it's going to be 10 times harder to do it later. Mm-hmm. Unless you, it is part of your routine sure. and like, you know, if you get off of work and you, it's the only time you could do it. Yeah. But we do have, you know, we do have the ability to create, you know, what's on the agenda for today. Yeah. So, you know, workout, uh, my favorite meal is breakfast. So, mm-hmm hit a breakfast in and then I do because I see Asia like already working I do treat uh my days as kind of like a nine to five as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. maybe it'll end a little earlier when a basketball game comes on or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but once I get a good day's work in um and yeah so that's basically it rest I don't I don't indulge in like uh drinking as much like I'm in, I have no business anymore. I, I've done, you know, partying with Kaba, partying with free, like I've, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah, good, yeah. but don't get me wrong, man. I know how to have a good time. Yeah, like, sure. um, you know, I do have friends that, you know, single friends that are like, yo, let's go out. Let's go to a freaking mansion. Let's mm-hmm. go to karaoke in K-Town. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and like, I am that guy. Like, again, you can see some people they can perceive like, oh man, you just work. And then, watch you just work and then you know stay at home Mm -hmm. like i said before like it's all to the greater scheme of like being mentally ready for Mm -hmm. you know for my job you know yep so i can be able to work and do my best um but yeah and uh, yeah occasionally you know you know i'll try maybe like once a month i'll have a drink Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i think it's a good discipline to practice yeah um but yeah I think nurturing your mind is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I love my imagination. Like it translates and projects in my 
in my choreography. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a lot of inspiration from, is from cinema and, you know, yeah. things around me, playing video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I would rather go to a movie or play a video game than, uh, than actually, like, go mm-hmm. out or whatever. That's, dope, That's just me, man. I just hey, know that I, just I'm so getting man. older and, you know, we're all still trying to figure it out. And I know I'm not going to figure it out at a club. Sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's my, my daily stuff. Mm. Um, try, to, uh, try to meditate, mm. you know, have like a little app. Um, and then eat right, man. I yeah. think I think eating, uh, I'm not a vegan or anything, but I do like moderate, you know. I do enjoy vegan food. Yeah. I do think what you eat is a big part of like how you, you know, how you feel absolutely um so yeah yeah just just taking care of yourself that's what's up man yeah word we're gonna do a quick lightning round with you, man. oh snap fire off fire off some questions try to come off top here we go lightning round in three two one best performing artist of all time oh chris brown <laughs> hey that's what's up um Who's your favorite R&B singer? Ooh, Juan A. Morris from Boys to Men. Hey, let's go. Do you have a hidden talent? Oh, man. No, I have a hidden, like, weird thing. I, I, I'm totally disgusted by ketchup. Like, I'm afraid of it. You're afraid of ketchup? Like, oh, wow. You're like the second person I know in the whole yeah. world that's afraid of ketchup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what's your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasures, probably like uh, this really nerdy game called Overwatch that I play, um, and, and like anime. Okay, okay. Yeah. What anime are you watching right now? Right now, uh, I was getting tatted uh, in Huntington Beach uh-huh. from Andy. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And he threw on on Netflix this this anime called Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, I heard of that. Is yeah, it good? it's pretty. It's it's dope, but there's a lot of. So it's like super Japanese into in the sense of like they're totally disregarding like social issues now. Oh yeah, yeah. So like it can't yeah, you can't get away with that if it like <laughs> it, you know, like cause, you know the girls like in anime are like very like Yeah, yeah. curvy I and guess like you. yeah, uh-huh. they're they'll they just they're go there, huh? And doing things yeah. to the girls. I'm like, you can't do that. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, you can't do that. But yeah, that's, <laughs> All that's right. what I'm watching now. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, what is your biggest classroom pet peeve? Man, is when uh, someone raises their hand and says, "How do I do this?" and they do it, and it's like, <laughs> "Whoa!" So they just wanted to show you that they could do it. So yeah, <laughs> and then if you ever be in my class, I will definitely call you out uh, on it. Um, you know, because like my environment, in my class is very fun. Like, yeah. I want to be very comfortable That's and tight. like, you know, it's almost like slash like stand up. Yeah, but not com- compromising the education, sure, but it's sure. good to have fun. But yeah, there's that, and yeah, not not trying to figure out first for mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. Uh, and then immediately just going to asking the question. Word, yeah. Um, but yeah, tight, legit. Uh, dance, music, and fashion. You have to pick one. <sighs> Bro, that's crazy. I would say dance. Dance. Dance okay. has done. Has done. Has changed my life. Uh, yeah, dance. That's what's up. Okay. Uh, what would you say is the most valuable trait about yourself? Um, so everyone calls me like, like Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, because like he puts literally, if you think about what Naruto does or is, like just worried about his people, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like their well-being. Um, and a lot of that, and a lot of people might not know, but if everyone you can ask anyone, uh, I am that, and mm-hmm. I take pride in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very easy to look, to look at me from the outside and be like. I get it, man. I know a lot of you like roll your eyes when you when you, when you hear my name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. Brian is this. So, mm-hmm. so easy to like to to typecast me or label mm-hmm. me. But good thing I don't do, I don't do what I do for you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I do it for my people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I guess that, it's that. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, if you can go back in time and give yourself some advice, what piece of advice would you give to your young self? Man. Dance in front of a red wall, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and Just get, erases get, everything right now. <laughs> get, get mad kids to fucking do the, the your demos for you. Um, <laughs> nah, I think um, <laughs> I think go to the dentist. Go to the sure. dentist. <laughs> Damn, that's sure. like very solid advice. Very <laughs> solid. Okay, okay. Um, would you say you have any regrets? Uh, I think everyone has regrets. I can't really pinpoint it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess short answer. I, I guess yeah. Mm. Word. Yeah, I'll saying. text it to you. If yeah, I, yeah, if it's I all good, man. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, what is your worst fear? My worst fear: uh, ketchup and <laughs> <laughs> staying like still, staying uh, still, yeah. and um, to dentist. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. what's up. <laughs> See how you brought this back? Yeah, dude. It's that's just a real thing in your life, dude. Um, less of more of. So what would you want to see less of in the world and also more of in the world? Ah oh, man, not to be cliche, but like less social media mm. <laughs> and like more just more uh just real life things, mm. you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, if you just take a second to remember what that's even like, yeah. like, holy crap, right? you know? I think it was such a more um, more healthy way of living. Yeah. Um, but it's, like I said, man, I can only describe it as the gift and the curse. Sure. Because uh, it's, it's definitely changed a lot of people's lives for the better, mm-hmm. you know, including us to this day. Yeah. But it's like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I feel you on that yeah. for sure. What's your golden rule? My golden rule is, man, I always say this. Um, it's like a lot of people will, will say like, I guess like the short, in short, they'll be like, like be yourself, be yourself. But I always say like learn yourself, be comfortable with yourself, um, find out who yourself is, you know what I'm saying? And like know yourself before you could like be yourself because like what this when you live in a world of like, you know, especially in our industries, like what you project is, you know, is, it's what you project. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I think, and if you want to project the best version of yourself, I think you got to be comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to learn all the, the bads and, yeah. and the goods. Um, so I'm very much, uh, an advocate for that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we live in this era where like you want results right away, results right away. And then, like, yeah, be yourself. But, like, you have, like, 14-year-olds talking about, there's no way you know yourself at 14, <laughs> yeah, you know, or even yeah. at 18. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think just go for the journey, man. The journey is like the best part yeah. of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I know, I, I remember the day that I actually said to myself, like, whoa, this is, this is me. Mm. Like, I think I found like my purpose and like what I want to do or even like my dance style it all came at once. I was in Norway and I was like, yo, this is tight. And, and Pat Lamb was there. It was like, yeah. and he actually saw, he was like, dude, you're freaking me out. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I just realized like, dude, this is, this is my bad. Like, this is what, Damn, you, you know what I'm Matrix Neo moment right there, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. like that moment, I will never forget that moment and it will be a disservice for yourself to like, yeah. To you know, not not feel that for yourself. Mm. Um, so that is my golden rule. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, man, I, I think this is probably the first real long conversation I've ever really had with you, which was... I, I love these, though, because I think all the, the questions that I have are real questions. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know much about your history to, you know, much less like where you're at right now with all the stuff that you've learned and what motivates you and stuff. And um, I got to say, man, uh, from the time that I first was exposed to who you were to seeing you grow throughout the years and push and, um, yeah, just become this man that you are, the artist that you are, this creator that you are, um, and then hearing your story of, of why and, and like your purpose behind it. Um, one thing that I feel is super apparent, man, is your your passion, you know, and, uh, you know, people can get passion for all kinds of things, you know, and a lot of different things motivate passion. But I think what you say about doing the things like going that like whatever the mile you got to go for the sake of uh, doing it for the people that you love, you know, your family, your friends um, and all of that, like it's it's really inspiring, like just on the other side of this couch, like me listening to all this stuff, I'm, I'm over here thinking about, yo, like maybe I need to, you know, kind of shift some of my thinking in, in some ways. And mm -hmm. I think that's what is great about um, these sorts of conversations. Like, you know, I don't, this show is totally not this place of like, yo, I'm in this, I know it all position. Let me see if you know what I know. It's just mm -hmm. more of like, yo, like, what do you know? Like, let me get some of that. Let's exchange, you know? Yeah, and I sure. think, and I think that's, what's great about a platform like this. And, you know, we, you, you're talking about education. We 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 value educating um, to the highest degree because it, it's it goes so much farther than a bunch of dance moves, eight counts, right? It's, yeah, man. This is life that we're living. At the end of the day, no one cares what you do for a living. Yeah. They care about how you're living this life and what your quality of life is yeah. like, right? I think yeah, it's very like I think people that are into dance like just know like yo, we're not waking up like the overall goal of like dance is like we don't wake up and be like oh it's dance video let's do a dance video that's <laughs> yeah. not i don't yeah. think that should you should wake up in that in that state um so yeah like there's there's a lot of like you got to be realistic you know what i'm saying um and just know it's just not dance it's mm -hmm. not just about waking up let me put, do this dance video it's, you gotta there's there's much more like there's that's putting a ceiling on yourself yeah um and there's a lot of great role models doing like around us, like mm -hmm. just because like you know you the like, just upload a, a dope video. It's like yo, that's all for a bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't wake up. That's so if you're in like a new dancer coming into this like dance videos is not the peak, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not mm -hmm. the peak, bro. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Sorry to, uh, no, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, I think what you said about 
you know, social media and, you know, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. This stuff is great if you use it as the tool that it's created for, but don't let that thing use you, right? Yeah. You know, where we feel like we are we are tied to this thing, like I got to be relevant on this thing in order for me to have value and, and feel important and all that. And I think something that you said, uh, which I love, man, the whole, yeah, the, the cliche of be yourself um, I never really thought about it as you can't be unless you learn. Yeah. <laughs> so like learn yourself is like as simple as that sounds, it, it sounds just bigger to me, you know, mm-hmm. to take the time. And, and I think I'm um, hearing your story of how you approach literally everything that you're you're into right now is you said you're so much more of a student of that that craft or that discipline before you can ever say or identify yourself as a teacher of it or even I am I am a blah 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 or I am an x y or z right and I think that's that just shows by how you um, view the whole process of being yourself is you got to learn you got to learn first learn whatever the craft is like learn from the ground up the foundations of it and that absolutely has um that applies to our own being as well. We got to learn what our tendencies are, what our weaknesses are, what our strengths are, you know, and, and, and some of it comes from the help of others too, to be the, the people that you love and that you trust to be able to point things out and identify these things in you be like, yo, I don't know if you see this, but I've been seeing this in you for years now. And I think, um, you know, you're strong in this or, you know, if like they're really close homies or family, they'll even say, I think you need to work on that. You know, yeah, like that, that's something totally. that you should work on. I think that's another, another yeah. key is like surround yourself. I mean, you heard it before, but like surround yourself with people that will tell you that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And not afraid to tell you, uh, you know, yo, chill. Or like, you yeah, know, yeah. I think that's very important. Like, this yeah. is, it, it does take a village. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just one right. one man army here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I might look that on the outside because I'm just me. But sure. just know there's, there's, I have loved ones behind me and um, that are key yeah. to this whole yeah. thing, this it's whole legit, vehicle man. that I that I'm driving in. Yeah. Um, same for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're lucky that you ha- you can dance with them though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, man, this is so dope, man. This is this is a dope exchange, bro. Thanks, man. No, likewise. I was super stoked on it, and uh, I mean, dude, thanks for. I mean, you come through these doors. You you teach here, and so for you know any any of you guys who had the blessing to take Brian's class, I mean, take his words, take the the movement but the you know hopefully in this uh, situation like this you're getting the mentality you know and um dude i got a lot of respect for what you do man thanks brother um i appreciate your your realness uh your vulnerability um your drive man it's inspiring bro and and uh just know man kinjas will always got your back man and you know we're fam here and like you said talking about you know having a seat at the table like we're blessed to you know i mean like nobody deserves to be here but we're all blessed because we've 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 loved this thing we put our our blood sweat and tears into it and so we're all fortunate to be able to even have a voice um and to have influence and people to look up to us so yeah man um it goes both ways man thanks brother Um, yeah dude uh but yeah dude what's 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 going on in the world like i mean uh you got a clothing line you got music out like what's what's new and fresh uh so when does this come out (laughs) it's come out uh next week (laughs) okay then okay then i would yeah so i have uh two music videos dropping okay um yeah the one that you dropped yesterday it was fire bro it's fire oh it's the the dance video yeah 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 thanks man thanks man yeah a lot of people 
they forget, man. Like, yo, I, I still lab, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, apparent. Uh, <laughs> like, you don't think I know that people are like, oh, Brian's singing now. Oh, Brian's singing clones now. You don't think I know that you're thinking like, oh, man, how's that going <laughs> to affect his dance? Yeah. Like, bro, it's, that's, I'm still labbing, bro. Yep. I'm still creating. I'm yep. still learning. I'm still mm-hmm. growing. And still, when I'm not having fun in, in e- either of those things, then you won't see me in that thing anymore. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'll just be like, oh, I, that's just not bringing me happiness anymore. Yeah. But uh, I'm still very much, uh, I still have a passion of creating. I still have a passion with art that is dance. Um, so you ain't getting rid of me yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have two music videos coming out from the EP I released yeah. the last quarter. Yeah. Um, it's I know it's a little late, but you know I'm still an independent artist, um, so funding is, is still you know being, you know budgeting is you know my budget only allowed me to do it this year. Right. So, um, but luckily one of the one of the videos is actually funded by uh, by Bose. Oh, sick! So yeah, they gave me like this huge like 35k like. That's what's up. Budget video. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm super excited about that. So I guess when you, it should have been dropped already, but if not, uh, surprise, it's coming soon. <laughs> um, and yeah, just like mastering, uh, just try, trying to master the process of mastering, but like never getting there. Um, just even with, like, with clothes. Yeah. Um, it's still, it's still trying to figure out like, um, what people like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, because I'm still trying to put out, I only want to put out like things that I align with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. thing that's, that has a piece of me in it. And, you know, sometimes like I'll come out with like, a, I'll, I'll throw out a shirt that people are like, well, I don't align with that. Yeah. And that's okay. It's yeah. all trial and error. Yeah. So just still trying to like push the boundaries on that. And, you know, the whole cut and sew thing is. Yep. It's super difficult. Yeah, because that's a like, tricky game, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like obviously it costs way more than mm-hmm. just a buy and print. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to see like, okay, this is a uh, we should let this go at this right price. So we were trying to like you know obviously be a business, you know, still make a little uh, bit of profit, but mm-hmm. like also be reasonable mm-hmm. and like you know, uh, and release like reasonable price uh, products that people you know will enjoy. Word. So yeah, man, just. It's always gonna be something, man. It's always yeah, gonna be something. Yeah. Um, probably gonna hit the dentist soon. <laughs> um, I would highly suggest that one, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, plug your like your IG handles though, and and like for all your your clothing yeah, lines, all so, that. Yeah. So uh, my full name for all my personal things: uh, Vanguard Originals, or VGX OG. Um, Summer Child Records. Uh, we just opened a recording studio Sick. in K Town. Tight. Um, so just another like cool a place to go and like and lab in a different art form. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still, I'm very much far from like learning, um, just like the uh, songwriting and just how things are made and mm-hmm. like just producing and stuff like that. Uh, I just go there just to absorb. Really, I don't not. I'm I'm not trying to take any part of the wheel yet. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm I'm ready yet, like mm-hmm. I said before. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a cool creative space, you know, because music and dance is already kind of hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to like not be overwhelmed with like with dance mm-hmm. so much and like, you know. Mm-hmm. 
so it's cool so it's just like also all these things like they rejuvenate they kind of like spark you know if i'm lacking you know we're all human we have bad days yeah you know if one thing is i'm having trouble or stressed in one thing then i can rely on something that will spark from you know so it's, it's kind of cool because like i'm predictable uh yeah on a daily thing um yeah man just again just doing all i can and like what i and I, doing all i can while i'm still here man yeah like i'm, I'm turning 33 in a couple months that's what's up let's go so like i remember when i turned 30 i was like oh people get turn, people are scared of turning 30 mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is tight actually oh 30s have been amazing bro yeah, 31 i <laughs> yeah. was like oh 30 plus one yeah 32, I'm not going to lie, bro. 32, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going way too fast. Like, what? It does. It's it only crazy, goes faster, man. dude. And then, like, you're watching, like, you know, some of the leaders of the new generation, like Melvin and, yeah. like, you know, and seeing how, how old they are. I'm like, it's cool, though, because it keeps you, keeps, you uh, keeps you on your toes yep. and stuff like that. You yep. know, there's a sense of pride, too, where you're like... Kind of brings back the old, like, I got to prove myself yeah, kind of thing, totally. which is totally healthy. Yeah. And, like, I think it's much needed. But, um, yeah, so just trying to still figure it out, man. Because yeah. um, we are getting older, bro. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, Well, bro. dude, this is a freaking fun talk, bro. I dude, mean, I love yeah, it so much, like, man. I, mean, I could I, be here for hours. Yeah, bro. I do think you need to release a memoirs of <laughs> Brian Boos, bro. Bro, like, yeah, there's, sure there's a lot, chapters lot more. of, like, you know, yeah. when I was like, We'll just bring you back on, man. You know, yeah, let's dude, keep this thing going. Two, we'll man. keep this thing going, man. But appreciate your, your time and just everything that you're doing, bro. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming through, man. Dude, I loved it, man. Um, Mike Fowl's not here to do all the send-offs, but I mean, guys, if you're listening, watching, <laughs> you know, send us uh, or write us a dope review. Give us that five-star rating. Hey. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Kinja's Podcast, podcast cast with the K. Uh, com slash podcast. You get all of our new stuff there. And uh, share it, man. If you guys digging it, we, we hope this is providing value to your life in some way. So if it is... Tell someone about it, share it, and um, oh yeah, keep sending us those um, IG stories because I love regramming those things. So um, thanks for listening, thanks for watching. Next time, peace, peace.